Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's the Little Cutie Podcast. Not too long. Oh, anyway, uh, that was that was to uh, that was to make the uh, the not true fans turn the thing off already. You know, you gotta you gotta put a little warning in the first ten seconds there. You know, a little test for the true believers, the true fans. If you're not a true fan then you won't listen to an un- super annoying 10 seconds at the very beginning of the podcast. That'll probably hurt your ears if you're wearing those noise-canceling headphones with the volume up. Just be like, oh, God, what is this noise? Oh, my God, why don't I even subscribe to this? Oh, God. Anyway, uh, it's been a little while since I uh, last made my podcast. You know, I've, uh, I've, been, uh, I've, been, I've been contemplating. I've been contemplating my... Uh, my comedy career, my podcast career, you know? I mean, what's the point, really? What's the point, really? I think, you know, my uh, my podcast listeners over the years, over the, uh, I guess, it's, I'm, I'm almost, I guess I'm on year four, year five? I don't even, what day is this? Uh, yeah, anyway, my, my listeners have dwindled over the years, you know? So, um, I mean, what's the point, really, you know? I don't think I don't think I'll ever be a uh, successful comedian, you know, especially living here in Japan, you know. My my dreams, my dreams have been destroyed. Reality destroyed them. Reality destroyed them, Dad. Especially, mostly Corona, mostly the coronavirus, and the whole entire world's hysterical reaction to the coronavirus destroyed all my dreams and my life savings and my job and everything about my life. But uh, yeah, now it's gone forever, you know. So um. Fucking fucking China virus, dude. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, it's been. Uh, I just really haven't been motivated to do podcasts recently. You know, it's like oh, I don't know, I don't know what I, how about I, how about I do? What's the point? What's the point of living? You know. Anyway, uh, big news though. Big news. Yeah, I uh, got a dog recently. Got a little, got a little, a little, little shit machine. It's basically what it is. You know, it's like you pay a bunch. It's like what do we? Hey, little kids, you want a dog? Oh, yeah, what is it? What You know, it's like if you never actually knew what a dog was, you know, you're explaining it to someone for the first time. They're like, what's a dog? I've never heard of that. And it's like, well, it's this thing. You, you First, you pay someone a bunch of money to take it, and then you have to pay a bunch of money to uh, maintain it. And it's like, oh, wow, okay, so you pay a bunch of money, and that must so it must be something really good, right? It makes you feel really like a drug or something. makes you feel it. It's like, no, really, all it does is shit everywhere. You know, it just shits on the floor everywhere, and you have to clean up its shit. And piss. And that's... Like, what? You pay money for that? Yep. Yep, you pay money to clean up shit and piss. Uh, that's basically... Uh, it's basically what a little dog is, you know? So me and my lady friend, we're, we're, we've been thinking about getting a dog for a little while here, you know? And uh, we're looking at some other ones, you know? We're looking at the, this uh, this French French bulldog, you know? French bulldog looked look pretty cute, looked pretty fat. He was, was, was a good little fat boy, you know? Um, we, uh, we sent, we sent those people a, uh, email and they're like, well, there's a bunch of families with kids that already applied, so we're not going to consider you. Like, all right, well, fuck you too. I don't want your stupid dog anyway. Look how fat it is, you know? And then there was this like white little, white little terrier mix thing. It looked, looked pretty good, you know? Looked like a little cutie, you know? And, uh, I thought that'd be good, you know, cause I think terrier's pretty smart, you know? It's good, you know? But uh, that one, they wanted they wanted both of us to get, like, an allergy test and shit, and that cost, like, 400 bucks, and it's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, I don't know if we want to spend $2,000 getting this dog, you know? So then uh, we also ha- had this little, uh, there's this little one-eyed pug. This little one-eyed pug, it's only got one eye, you know? 
uh, I guess the uh, the breeder the breeder didn't want it, you know, because it, it was born with one eye. He's like, well, can't sell this one. Can't sell this one. Let's just put it in a cage, you know. So, uh, so uh, I guess I guess we decided on that one because no one else wanted it, you know. And uh, you know the other dogs, the other dogs were like one and two years old, and uh, this this one-eyed pug was only six months old, you know, still a little pup, little puppy pup, which I kind of thought was a bad idea because I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to train it, you know. Kind of like I kind of like the older dogs because they they're already at least like one or two years old, you know, they already grown out of their their puppy phase, you know, and uh, they might they could be housebroken, and they could know maybe maybe a little few tricks or whatever. Uh, but anyway. So, uh, so we had to, uh, we, we took a little train, a little train, two hour, two hour ride to train, train ride up, up to Saitama, where I used to live. Uh, we get up there and, uh, go to a little animal shelter there, you know, go inside, they got all the dogs on display, all the dogs on display, he's, you know, and a little one-eyed pug, he's running around in his cage, he's like, ah, you know, and there's uh, some poop in his cage, you know, he's running around in his cage, stepping on his poop, you know, getting his poop everywhere, getting poop on his feet, getting poop everywhere. You know, that's a, that was a little foreshadowing, because that's, that's what he likes to do. He likes to poop and then step in his poop and then get the poop everywhere. This is, I think that's his favorite hobby, basically, is just to spread his poop all over the floor. And, um, yeah, anyway, the, uh, the lady at the, uh, the lady at the animal shelter there, like, she, uh, she didn't have any arms, or she had some arms, but they were like T Rex arms. You know, she had like T Rex arms. I don't know. I guess she she had some birth defect or something. But uh, the whole time I was just trying to not to stare at her arms, you know. And uh, but that's all I was doing was basically staring at her arms, you know, because uh, one of her arms had she had no thumb and had like four fingers but no thumb there was like a little stub on her wrist where her thumb was supposed to develop but it uh, never came out you know and then her other her right hand it did have a thumb but it only had three fingers you know so uh i guess total she had seven fingers and no elbows like uh and uh that, i mean that was pretty neat that, i don't think i've ever seen that before uh yeah so anyway uh you know she uh she 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 takes care of the animals i guess you know the whole time i was thinking <laughs> The whole time I was thinking, I was like, man, I wonder if this girl's ever had a boyfriend. That's basically what I was thinking, you know? Uh, I'm guessing not, and that's why she she uh, decided to uh, take care of animals. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we finally get the guy. That we, we get the guy, you know, we put him in a little cage, you know, we take him back take him back home, take him on the train, you know? He's all right, sitting in his little box. He doesn't care. And, uh... Yeah, first night, you know, he's uh sleeping in his little cage, he's doing all right, you know. And then uh yeah, second night, second day, we uh he he poops four times in the, in the morning and like in a three hour period in the morning he pooped four times. And uh, with like no warning at all, you know. Usually like dogs just like sniff the ground and stuff, you know, and like walk around, you know. He he was just like he was just like sitting there looking at us and all, and then he just goes. Oh, I think I'll just take a shit right here. And I'm like, oh god, you know, we we throw him outside, and we clean up that poop, you know. We clean up that poop, and then and then we bring him back inside, and like ten minutes later, he just shits again. He's like, oh, oh, you thought I was done? Here's another one, you know. And then we uh, then we put him outside again, we clean up that poop again, you know. And then while he's outside, he, he takes two more dumps. Like, goddamn, dude, what, what, what you eating Mexican food over there in that shelter? Jeez, you know. 
And, uh, yeah, he, he kind of has a lot of, uh, besides not being housebroken, he kind of has a lot of bad habits, you know, I guess because he was just sitting in a cage for six months, you know. that's That's been his whole life so far, is just sitting in a cage in an animal shelter. So, like, he, uh, he likes to bite. He likes to bite my hands, and he likes to bite my feet. And, uh, so I'm trying to, uh, trying to watch some videos on YouTube about, like, how to, uh, how to get him to stop biting my hands. Stop biting my hands, you little bastard, you know? Anyway, uh, so his name is, uh, we named him Zoro after the, uh, character in One Piece, because, uh, Zoro in One Piece only has one eye, and, uh, Zoro the Pug, he's only got one eye, too, so he's, uh, Zoro the One-Eyed Pug, and he's a pirate, but he's mostly a poop pirate. Instead of stealing poop, he just gives it. He just gives poop to everyone. Here, take my shit. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've been watching, yeah, I guess I've just been watching a lot of YouTube videos about how to train dogs, you know? And, um, basically they just say, like, reinforce good behavior and ignore bad behavior, you know? But it's kind of hard to ignore him when he's, like, biting your toes, you know? And, and like, hard. It's like, ah! Oh! Oh, you little fucker, stop biting me. Anyway, uh, this was a great decision, I guess. It was a great decision. Um, anyway, uh, let's see what else is going on here. I, uh, got a little roast battle tomorrow. Another Tokyo roast battle there. This time it's called, uh, Your Hood's a Joke. It's, uh, it's like a roast battle, but you make fun of the place where the other person lives. And, uh, you know, so I'm doing that there, and uh, we're doing a little uh, Yokohama versus Chiba. I live in Yokohama. The other dude, he lives in Chiba, you know? And uh, Chiba, Chiba has Disneyland, but besides that, it's kind of like a, like a countryside, and, like, no one really wants to live there, you know? That's why Disneyland is there, because, like, all the land was really cheap, and uh, no one wants to live there, you know? And uh, Yokohama is, like, you know, probably the nicest area in the Tokyo area, you know, so... Uh, so anyway, I had to write. I had to write a bunch of jokes about uh, about Chiba, you know. And uh, it's actually it's actually a good experience, you know, because I mean these are all new jokes, and it's just I was able to write like a th three minute set of all new jokes, and you know, and I originally wrote it, and I, I was like, ah, these kind of suck, you know. And then I kind of went back to it the next day, and you know, reworked them, you know, and uh, just just fucking worked hard, dude. I was just grinding, bro. I'm a grinder, dude. I'm just like a coffee grinder, dude. Just put those coffee beans in me, press that button, I'll grind them up, dude. I'm just grinding, you know. So, uh, but it was it was good because I kind of realized that like I can I can just actually sit down and write jokes, you know. Just because um, usually what I do, I don't act, I never I never actually sit down and write jokes. I just if something funny comes to me, I'll write it down. That's basically my. I just wait. I just wait for the. The great joke fairy to give me give me something give me some inspiration and I'll write that down, you know. But this time, you know, it's like well, you got you have to write about this subject. You have to write the city about the city of Chiba and you have the limited time to do it, you know. So you gotta you gotta you gotta buckle down, as my mom used to say. You gotta buckle down and do it. Alright? Put that buckle down put that buckle on. I don't I don't really understand that buckle down. Like what exactly are you buckling? Are you buckling your shoes? Are you, are you a belt? Is it like a seat belt? Are you sitting? What are you buckling? I don't. I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, so yeah, I was able to. Uh, 
you know, just sit down and um, work on that and uh, force myself to write jokes. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, it was a good experience because now I know I can I can do that again. You know, if I if I want to write some new jokes, I can just think of any subject and uh, and buckle down. Buckle down, buckle up. You know. Um, anyway, so that'll be uh, that'll be tomorrow. You know, I uh, I shared my jokes with some of the other comedians. Yeah, that was another good thing. Is I shared my jokes with some of the other comedians. You know, get their feedback. You know. They gave me some. They gave me some good, uh, some good tips. You know, that's another good thing. Is I never really, uh, I never really uh, ask the other comedians for any advice about my about my jokes that aren't really working or anything. You know, and um, I, I should probably do that some more. You know? but uh, these these roast battle things, you know, they're just one and done. You know, so like I think a lot of comedians when they write their sets, you know, they want they want it to be only them. You know, they want it to be completely original from from them you know no uh no outside help really except for uh except for chris rock he's uh he's known for asking for help a lot you know so um anyway uh so i think a lot of comedians are hesitant to ask about tips for their sets because then you know they didn't think of it and that's kind of the whole that's kind of the whole point you know is uh thinking of it yourself you know so but but anyway, these roast battle things, you know, it's just, it's not part of your set, you just, it's just one and done, you know, you, you, you throw away the jokes after the set, so, there's no point in really, like, honing them, or, you know, so it's, uh, it's good, it's a good idea to, uh, ask for advice from the other comedians, you know, so anyway, I, uh, asked, asked some advice from the other comedians, got some good tips, got some good jokes, you know, so, uh, and I'm not sure if the other dude actually asked people for help, he might just be writing them by himself, so. My set might be better. Hadaloo all the pants. Hadaloo, we'll find out. Hadaloo bandu. Yeah. Anyway, besides that, I haven't I haven't really been doing any comedy at all because uh at the Tokyo Comedy Bar there, you know, they're they're making people sign up. Sign up like a week in advance and it's like, oh god, dude, I don't know how I mean basically I decide if I'm gonna go like ten minutes ten minutes before the train leaves. I'd be like, Alright, do I wanna go do I wanna actually go tonight? Or do I want to just sit around and get fucking fat, you know? And, uh, it's so, like to, to, to decide like a week in advance, just like, oh God, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling that day, you know? So that I haven't, I haven't really signed up for any, uh, I did sign up for some next week though, you know, so, uh, I don't know if I'll actually get them to, you know? I don't know, I just don't understand why, uh, why, why, you know, I, I, I did talk to the, uh, the owner about this and I, I did talk to him. Just, I'm just. I told him. I'm just like, do the, don't, don't do four minute sets because, because, most new comedians don't have a minute. They don't even have thirty seconds. They don't have one joke. You know, most most new people, do not have one joke. It's just, it, when you listen to them, do their set. It's like sucking on sweaty, hairy Armenian balls. You know, as I've said many times. So time goes by very slowly. You know, and so you got to limit them to three minutes, you know, and, um, yeah, they, they, they sent us this email and, and like the reason why they did the signups is because like too many people were coming to the open mics and I was just thinking like too many people, that's not a problem. All right. You're a, you're a business, right? Don't you want, <laughs> you want more people, right? That's the whole point is to get as many people in that, in that bar as possible, right? So I just kind of laughed when I read that. It's like we have a problem. There's too many people. I'm like, oh, that's not that's not a problem. What? Why does who 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 thinks that? A, is there any is, is there any business out there? It's like, oh, we got too many customers. We got too many customers. We got to get rid of these people. You know. Anyway, uh, 
So I talked to him, I talked to him a little bit about that. You know, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens here. I really hope it goes to the uh, three-minute show-up-and-go upsets. Because that'll be good for me. And uh, that'll be good for the country. That'll be good for Japan. You know, of course, Japan just... Um, they're opening up. They're opening up their borders again, you know, finally. They're letting people in without... From certain countries without getting a, a COVID test, you know. As long as they have three vaccines. God, they need three vaccines? Why three? Who the fuck gets three? I mean, people get two, and the, and the people that get the three, they're going to get the fourth, right? Because those people are the people that are like, oh my God, I'm going to die from COVID. I can't just get, I got to get a booster. I got to get a double booster. I got to boost my, boost me up. You know, like they're getting the fucking booster every, you know, who, who, who only has three? Who only has three? Nobody. Nobody. Anyway, uh, fucking Japanese government, dude. Fucking Japanese government, dude. You know, anyway, let's see what else is going on here. Of course, uh... Yeah, there was some, there was some, there were some fights last. Corey, Corey Sandhagen versus uh, Song Yidong, everybody's favorite fighters. Every every UFC commentator's favorite fighter, Song Yidong. Song, he's got a big Yidong. You know, anyway, uh, I was gonna bet on Corey Sandhagen, but I didn't. Uh, but I was going to, but I didn't. Anyway, he uh, he won. He ended up winning, but uh, it was uh, it was. I guess uh, I didn't actually watch the fight because I was on the train getting Zoro, Zoro the one I'd pug. But I guess uh, Song Yidong had a pretty good, pretty good outing. The first two rounds there, you know, knocked him down. He fucking knocked him down, dude. Then uh, Corey Sandhagen just uh, opened him up with a cut there, and the, and the fight was stopped because because of, of a cut. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, Song Yidong, Song Yidong, he's been doing pretty good, you know. He's he's and he was doing good against Corey Sandhagen. So and he's only twenty four years old, you know. So uh, he might have a bright future. He might have a bright future in the UFC. We'll see. We'll see what happens, Larry. We'll see what happens, Larry. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's it. I guess that's all I can talk about there, you know. Took Zora the Pug for a walk today for an hour, and uh, I was waiting for him to poop or pee, and he didn't, you know. So, I don't know. He'll probably take his... You know, we got this, like, little toilet. Or not like a toilet. Like a, it's like a like a little sheet. Not a sheet, but like a, uh, you know. You know what I'm trying to talk about here, right? It's like a, a pad. That's what it's called, you know, a pad. A pee pad, you know. He's got a little pee pad in his cage, you know, because we got to lock him up in the cage because he's probably going to shit and piss everywhere, you know. So we got this, uh, you know, it's like six foot by six feet by two feet cage, you know. And uh, we put him in there. He's got a little bed in there. And he's got his pee pad, you know. And he's got his, his, his water. And uh, and he, he just he just poops and pees in the middle. And then he sleeps on the on the pee pad. It's like, dude, what are you doing? You're supposed to, you're supposed to pee on the pee pad. And sleep in the bed. He doesn't. He doesn't like to sleep in the bed at all. He likes to sleep on the pee pad. It's like, dude, what's? Your, uh, I don't know. I guess it's because he uh, he grew up in that cage, you know. So he's maybe he finds comfort. You know, he finds nostalgia. He's like, oh, I remember this pee pad. It was in my cage at the shelter. I'm so lonely. I only got one eye. I only got one eye. But now I gotta take a diarrhea dunk. So I ate too much Mexican food, dog food. You know. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.